This is Chair, I'm your host Nevanja. And let's first go back to our previous week episode with Bane from Publicis Group. Marcel is collecting uh, total experience uh, of uh, more than 100,000 people uh, around the world. Uh, different cultures, uh, different uh, philosophies, uh, different skills and knowledge. So we pack this uh, platform uh, in, the, in the cloud. So uh, you can imagine the potential of uh, having like uh, 100 people uh, in one place uh, with all of the materials, uh, training materials, uh, uh, case studies. Uh. For the advertising industry, for sure, uh, the future is uh, shifting from holding companies to the platforms. That's for sure. The whole industry will change because we are in the times where we have a lot of uh, uh, data uh, and uh, so basically now you have this data-driven creativity. For the first time in the history of advertising we will be able to measure the success of the campaigns. This is Chair, place where we discuss innovations. When you're leading your team through digital transformation, it's all too easy to get it wrong. But there is some examples how you can get it right or, to be precise, be in position to get it right. And one of these examples is building startups in the huge companies uh, rather than building departments. So on this subject, I have a great pleasure to talk with Jelena Medovic, digital lead for Southeast Europe in Philip Morris. Uh, Jelena is experienced senior manager responsible for creating, leading and measuring the implementation of digital marketing strategy from strategic development through consumer and digital brand experience to revenue and profit growth uh, of the e-commerce channels. So Jelena, welcome to Chair. Pleasure to have you here today. Thank you. Great to be here. So uh, we are going to talk about uh, entrepreneurship and uh, building startups inside the larger international organizations such as Philip Morris is. Um, you're leading digital department that it's not a department. Basically, it's a, a startup at its best. How this happened in the first place? Well, Philip Morris has embarked on a transformational journey itself. So the company is uh, changing uh, uh, as we speak with a range of uh, hit not burn products and the new technologies that we are bringing to the market. So this innovation that we are bringing also means we need to innovate in the way we talk to our consumers. And this is where digital uh, comes in. So the role of digital as such uh, is really uh, to be an innovator, but also to we are working, you know, from a place of a startup. Uh, it's a completely new term in this uh, well, you know, placed company uh, as Philip Morris, and it's really something completely new. So this is why we really look at ourselves as kind of innovators and a bit of a, you know, startup-like thinking because our role is uh, not just to, you know, uh, talk to our consumers via digital, educate them, but also to educate the whole company. You know, we are the ones who need to lead, uh, lead the path towards the transformation and really enable uh, PMI as such to, to reach the consumers with the right messages about the new technology uh, on the market. So since you're operating as a startup, as we already established, uh, can you share with me your internal organization? And in addition to that, how you are, you are influencing bureaucracy from within? Yeah, so well, digital, as I said, is really something uh, new for, for Philip Morris as such. 
and uh, we have been you know we brought a lot of people from the outside uh, who were there to you know change a bit the culture and the way we do things you know digital is all about being real time you know reaching the consumers at the right time with the right message and in order to do this you have to be agile so you have to fight uh, kind of this bureaucracy and the old ways of getting things done uh, so, you know, we have been set up uh, as a really an independent team. And when you're working in a corporation like this, it's um, you have to understand that, you know, how we think and we operate is always looked upon like, uh, you know, we, we are bringing something new to the table. And um, I see our role really as, as an educators of the whole company, you know, bringing them closer to digital, but also, you know, enabling um uh, 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 to enabling our consumers to learn more through digital. So uh, when it comes to, you know, fighting bureaucracy, I wouldn't say it's about fighting uh, because there are also good things about being a part of a, a startup in a big mm-hmm. organization, but it's more about actively changing the way things are done every day. So this is not something that happens overnight. Every day through what we do, it takes a, bit, a lot of energy sometimes and, you know, people sometimes can get frustrated with it, but it's important that we actively work together to change, you know, the, the old mindset, you know, this is how we do things and it works so far. So let's not, you know, deal with that right now. Uh, so really, I see my team, you know, as innovators on this field uh, as well. So not just about bringing the digital know-how, but also getting the whole company to to be more agile if i can say so you mentioned that agile a couple of times since it's important for the startups and i i will come to that later but first uh, uh since you told me that you brought new people to the team i would like to ask you how you empower empowering them to to be more uh, entrepreneurial to be more uh, 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 startup minded because they are working in the in the huge corporation but uh, you're expecting from them to be startup mind well for me it's really about transparency uh, and empowerment so uh, it's about being able to communicate very openly with the team to really share all the impediments that we are facing together uh, to make sure you know we're all on the same level we understand what is happening but it's also about empowering them to do the things they are brought to do because uh, as, as I said, digital is really something new uh, for us uh, as a company. And uh, these people are here for a reason. They're here. This team is here to really, you know, move the needle, you know, and shift things forward. And uh, uh, the only way we can succeed is we, if we take the whole company with us. We cannot, this is a, you know, we cannot operate like we're, you know, a startup and not pay too much attention about what is happening around us. Uh, so from my perspective, you know, it's really about making sure that my team can perform and enabling uh, 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 them uh, to be heard, uh, to have their voice heard, um, to test, to try, to learn, fail sometimes, but uh, really being able to communicate to the rest of the organization why this is so important and where it is leading us. So. This is, you know, how I see my role. And uh, as I said, I think really the, the crucial things are really open communication and empowerment. And you told me about the failing sometimes, and that's a part of the startup life, but it's not a part of the corporation, cu- corporate culture. Uh, how you're dealing with that to, to, to uh, share the message that failing is all right? 
Well, I think we've done a really, really good job. And it's not just uh, my team, but really the company as such has uh, uh, incorporated this kind of fast forward thinking. You know, we, are, uh, uh, we have learned that uh, instead of, you know, uh, launching, going big and maybe failing big, it's really great to be able to test things. So more and more we are, you know, choosing uh, uh, smaller consumer bases, uh, uh, doing a lot of experiments and then based on that ex- extrapolating, you know, results and thinking how we actually scale it uh, scale it up. So I would say this mindset is already uh, there, but of course, you know, digital always goes, you know, one step further. We are pushing the boundaries um, a little bit and maybe, you know, bringing them uh, some of the, you know, colleagues into some place where they don't feel too comfortable, which is okay. Uh, I think it's just one way to to learn and grow because if you don't um, if you don't try you don't uh, you don't succeed yeah. and you have to fail at some point and sometimes but we are doing it in a way that it's not a you know full scale uh, but rather you know going doing it smartly with you know smaller smaller numbers and really just checking the hypothesis as we go so i would say this really is working out very well for us so far yeah you you partly answered my next question regarding the innovation itself so uh, i want to know how you guys innovate uh, uh, can you share with me your innovation process itself well uh, for us uh, as i said we have this advantage of kind of being um, a, a startup within within a company and i would say it's it's a bit of an advantage that we are free you know to, to brainstorm and think of whatever we want to do because and you have a bu- budget so uh, yes well you know being being part of a big organization yeah. is is has its advantages as i said it has a certain disadvantages but you know it's never a perfect situation obviously but uh you know we are perceived as someone who can bring this innovation forward you know as i said we have a very innovative technology in place uh, developed for for many years and uh, a range of products based on this technology so it's only natural that digital you know is the channel you know how to spread uh, the story about it so it is actually very much expected that we come with all this Oh, now here they here the here are the digital guys. You know they're gonna come up now with the with something completely different, and and we get this you know very often. Ah, oh, okay. So let us hear what you have to to say now. So I would say we have an open ear in the in the organization to bring forward uh, on the table ideas. Okay, of course, not all of them pass, and uh, this is you know completely normal. But uh, uh, looking at from the innovation perspective. Uh, uh, I'm very happy that, you know, we have this support uh, and kind of a, a green light. Just bring it, you know, put it on the table and then let's see, you know, how we can, you know, roll it forward. Uh, in the light of this, we have, you know, just launched like a first ever PMI market, uh, uh, an ICOS virtual store, like a, a new consumer concept, uh, which is, you know, um, focused on on reaching uh, our consumers in the digital sphere and really educating them and providing all the needed information uh, about our range of uh, heat not burn products and the technology behind it. So I'm really proud to be, you know, Serbia being one of the, you know, first markets in PMI globally to to launch this concept. So you you mentioned earlier agility and how it's important and uh, of course we are speaking again from a startup perspective, but uh, I want to hear your opinion regarding uh, uh, agility in large corporations. Um, How hard is it and is it achievable at all? 
it's very hard, but it is achievable. Um, I mean, I really have a, quite a bit of an experience with the Agile transformations up to now. And what I can tell you is that there's no one model that fits all. Um, I think I have several takeaways that I can share. But basically, every change, every transformation starts from top down. And it's very crucial to get, first of all, the understanding and then the backup of the top management in any kind of, you know, agile transformation as such. Um, this is, I think, the first first step. It can never be led bottom up. It, it simply does not work. Um, the other thing is the companies very often try to, to overnight become agile. You know, like mm-hmm. we have this structure today and from tomorrow it's going to work like this. This does not work, of course. Um, and um, what I've seen so far is that if you really try to take on the whole organization and really do this big shift, it does not work. Or it will take really a lot of time until it does work. It's always better to start small and then go big. So maybe just like with anything when it comes to innovation, right? Uh, prove the value based on a smaller sample and then scale it up. So this is how I see agility as well. Um, the right approach really would be to start, you know, with a certain project, a smaller team that can actually really work and deliver under Agile. Uh, and prove that it's doable, right? Exactly, and prove that it's doable because this is how you also get the buy-in from the rest of the organization. You, you have to understand that when you try to uh, transform big organization, you always have certain streams that will never be, you know, agile enough. I don't know, accounting, procurement. There are certain things that just have to be done <laughs> and there's no way around it. Uh, and when you're in a big organization, there's certainly no way around it. As a startup, you can even play because you build agility into the organization from the very beginning, right? But when you try to do it in a very mature organization, it, do- it does not work. So you, you have to be also aware that you have to find a model that's somewhere in between so that you have to adjust actually agile methodology for your own needs and uh, then scale it up and run it throughout the organization. So uh, you have, while we're still on on the subject of agility, you have a big experience uh, before uh, Philip Morris in uh, telco industry. You work in one huge international corporation that is working in uh, uh, telco uh, industry. What is the, what are the differences between agility in the uh, in different industries? Maybe on on this example that where you're working now and where you worked before. Well, it, it's not about the industry. Um, it's about you know the readiness of the organization to to shift towards towards agile and how they see you know it's feasible for them. As I said, there's no one model that can fit uh, all of the organization. And what is really the key that I saw is bringing on the right talent, you know, people that can drive the change and drive the education because agility is about doing things differently. It's not about doing new things that will come as, as, as a, you know, byproduct, but it's about doing things differently. So it really requires a, a mindset shift uh, in the organization. And, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of different approaches, you know, from trying to do it uh, uh, to shift the whole organization from, you know, trying to do it in a smaller teams and, you know, educate maybe a smaller group of people that can then show the value of uh, working uh, uh, in, in, in agile setting uh, to the entire organization. So where I see that the difference is not just between um, you know, the, my, my organizations, but overall is really how you decide to tackle it and how to approach it. But uh, 
uh, at the end, the, the results you know, should be the same. Realizing how you can implement and adapt Agile methodology to work in your own company. Um, I think I mentioned it, you know, uh, no company is the same and our starting points are different. Uh, when you are a startup, it's much easier, yeah. obviously. But, so f- you know, the key is really for each organization to do a, a really good sanity check. You know, where are we and what we are trying to do? Because uh, certain things are working as is. I said waterfall can be a very effective uh, uh, methodology for certain things and it should not be replaced and agile should not be just plugged in into everything we really need to see where does it um, add value digital is certainly you know one of the areas where you have to be agile because we are the ones that can react to consumer needs changes in the market the fastest and we really need to be agile also our agencies need to be agile you know execution needs to be agile that's it but some other areas of the of the company you know can work perfectly fine in the waterfall method and this is you know the, the learnings that i can really share here is that be careful when you assess your readiness First of all, how much uh, of education do you really need to shift uh, the organization towards Agile? Don't underestimate it because it's a, it's a really a huge factor. People are used to getting things done in a certain way and uh, it, it does take really quite a long time to educate them and change their uh, behavior and ensure you really have the right talent to do so. It's really about the people who are bringing about the change. So... Uh, this is where you need to be careful to to really onboard the right talent to lead such a transformation. I always like to finish with the future questions. And uh, I think we probed enough your internal uh, uh, startup. Uh, um, so I want to ask you a bit broader questions. Uh, question. Uh, I want to hear from you, what is your vision? What will uh, internal startups will bring in the future for organization. What uh, what challenges and what wins uh, can be expected from the internal startups? Well, um, you cannot fight in today's marketplace without being an innovator in one way or the other. And the only way to innovate is really to to have this kind of a startup culture. Uh, you know, uh, old ways of doing things are simply not bringing results anymore. So I really see that in the future, big organizations, we are more and more rely on, on startups, whether that is, you know, um, creating a small startup within the company, you know, putting dedicated resources to work on a certain product or, or a line of products in a startup way or uh, partnering, you know, looking for small companies, you know, that can bring the technology and the product uh, needed to plug it in into, into the big system. Um, or, or working, for example, you know, on boosting the entrepreneurship uh, spirit within its own company, like, you know, a lot of companies are doing it, uh, uh, challenges, you know, entrepreneurship challenges, innovation challenges, etc., you know, looking for, for looking for the people within the company who have great ideas that can be then, you know, brought forward. So it's, I think there are going to be a lot of models uh, uh, for sure, but it's going to become more and more prominent uh, uh, going forward, uh, we cannot expect that um, uh, uh, that innovation will come, you know, from 
how we do things or how we used to do it uh, in the past. And we, you know, looking at also from the cost perspective, you know, many organizations are looking to, to, to partner up with, you know, startups who have kind of an MVP product that they can then shape towards their own needs rather than develop everything in-house from the scratch. So uh, I think this also really goes with agility as well, because, you know, startups are the ones who can uh, react much faster to whatever the market is bringing, whatever the consumer needs are. And uh, this is where I think the big corporations are going to, you know, rely more and more and partner more and more uh, with, uh, with outsiders, you know, to deliver the value to their own consumers. Yelena, thank you so much for your insights and uh, for you out there. If you enjoyed, uh, subscribe and see you next Thursday when we talk about some other innovations. Thank you for having me.